Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Heart to Heart. I'm your host, Emma Buggy, and I'm a teacher and lover of compassionate communication, which is also known as NVC or nonviolent communication, developed by Dr. Marshall Rosenberg. Yeah, and it's really my passion to understand what it is that us human beings are trying to say to one another through diving into listening to myself and listening to the other with compassion, with empathy, with curiosity. If you'd like to find out more about the kinds of work that I do, for example, workshops that I offer online, or for the chance to have a one-to-one session with me where I listen to you empathically and hear you from a place of presence and understanding, then you can have a look at my website, www.empathart.com, for more information. So, for today's podcast, which is the first in, I think, two months, yeah, I took a break from podcasting. As you might know, if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, this year, 2020, as it has been for so many people, has really been a year of absolute intensity for me. And I've been experiencing many emotional waves, going through many processes and being with a lot of grief and a lot of loss in my life, multiple losses. And I've come right now to this place where I'm still sitting with those multiple griefs and at the same time finding ways to really enjoy the beauty that the grief has to to give me and to show me. It's, you know, like when I think of grief actually I also think of love because I see them as the two sides of the same coin. It's like grief is there when I love something so much that it's painful for me. I feel pain when I lose that thing that I love. And so sitting with grief, I'm also sitting with the immensity of love that I feel for that person or that relationship that I've lost. So, yeah, this is a little bit of background about where I've been and the journey of, yeah, exploding with love from grief that I've been feeling over the last months. But really today, I wanted to speak to you about and share with you um, the beauty that really, really has come from diving into nonviolent communication in the last five years and how I really see the embodiment of that in my life as I'm experiencing um, how healing the dialogues can be when this consciousness of compassion transforming judgment into seeing the human in front of me, really having the, the embodied awareness and understanding that I haven't done anything wrong, you haven't done anything wrong. 
we're just two humans trying the best that we can in any given moment to meet our needs. And sometimes we make tragic choices. So with this embodiment, I've been encountering some very difficult um, experiences or situations in my life with people that I love. And actually, I will say with my with my ex-husband, I don't like to use the word ex because it just it for me talks about something that was in the past and isn't anymore. And and also the word husband for me doesn't quite really describe who he is to me. So a person who I have held very dearly in my life with a lot of love. We we broke up about four year, four months ago um, after quite a difficult period of experiencing multiple losses within the relationship and outside of the relationship. And we've, we've been on this process of reconnecting from a place of really, really listening to each other. And it's blown me away the amount of connection and understanding and sweetness that's been there when actually I was expecting myself to feel jealous, angry, hurt, so hurt that I can't look at him or be in the same space as him. When actually through the dialogues that we've been having, thanks to the years of us working together with NVC, we've really been able to come to a place of truly seeing the human in each other. And I just want to celebrate a specific moment. It's, it's hard for me to not go into the personal details because I really want to look after our privacy uh, in this. But I do want to share one particular moment when we were, we were holding each other, recounting the moments of the past where I felt hurt and he was not there. And then he was saying, now I'm here for you in remembering that moment. And when he was hurt and I was not there and I was holding him now in that moment. So there was really this sweet sense of accompanying each other through all of those moments of confusion and pain in the past. And I just have so much gratitude in me towards my teacher, Yoram Mossensen, for a process that I had learned with him around a year ago, maybe a bit longer, called a healing dialogue. And also for Marshall Rosenberg in inventing, creating, developing this way of life that is nonviolent communication because really what I experience from the dialogues that I have had and I'm continuing to have with him is that there is my heart is opening up even more towards myself and towards my ex-husband through these dialogues that are really bringing us closer together really helping us to understand one another and it's not about 
getting back together because we realize that we have very different interests in this moment of our lives, but it's really to move beyond the hurt and the pain and the anger and to, and it's bringing us closer. It's, it's really phenomenal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so in gratitude in this moment. And I would love to maybe give an example of what that could look like. A healing dialogue. So if I'm somebody who is feeling a lot of pain, I know that it's very hard for me to, to hear the other person unless I'm being heard around my pain. I know that for many years with my ex-husband, I, I found it very difficult to really listen to his pain because I was so hurt myself. And then of course it's very natural that if I'm feeling hurt and you're feeling hurt at the same time, we're triggering each other's pain. And so it's very difficult for one person to, to, to stop and listen to the other because both of us are holding pain that wants to be heard. One thing that I found has really helped us both in being present towards one another is to label the fact that we are feeling hurt when we're speaking or label the fact that we're triggered actually. And, that, and, and then myself, I, I often want to take time to really stop and be with myself for a moment. So I might take a time out and say, yeah, I just need a few moments to breathe. And in those moments when I'm breathing, I'm kind of checking in with myself and saying, wow, I, I see that there is a trigger here. I see that there's something very important that I want to have heard. And I know that if I bring up my own hurt in that moment, then we're going to have a ping pong match of my hurt versus your hurt and no one is going to hear each other. So if I'm able to in that moment, if I can, then I, I really want to somehow reassure myself that I will receive that listening at some point soon after this conversation, either through him listening to me later on or me listening to myself or I will go and call a friend who is who's also practicing empathic listening and I will be heard with that person so that that part of me does not go unheard and and feeling really like there's this injustice you know this this thought of this there's injustice because my pain is not being heard right now so somehow yeah, we, I take this moment, I take a breath, I recognize my hurt, my pain, my anger. I tell myself that I will come back. I will be coming back to you. There is no way that I'm going to leave you unheard and sitting there not being seen. Yeah. And then, and then if I'm ready, I can come back into the listening from a place of more relaxation and presence, which is when I'm actually able to listen to my partner's hurt, even if he is saying things in a language that would normally be quite difficult to hear, that would be spiky or that is full of judgment and blame. If I know that I, if I have this, 
this knowing inside of me that I will be heard later, then somehow I can trust that underneath his words, he's trying to tell me something very beautiful. And his words are not the truth about me. It's his hurt speaking to me and trying to tell me something very vulnerable, very beautiful and very important that he so needs me to hear right now. What a vulnerable position he is in to be sharing his hurt with me. And so then I'm more likely to be able to sit and and listen. But I really am constantly checking with myself. Am I am I present right now or am I feeling hurt? And as soon as I notice that I'm feeling hurt or anger, I take another break. I take another time out. This has been something that I find really important for the connection. Because if I don't take a time out, then I, I will come back with, from a place of anger and frustration. And then we have the ping pong match again. And sometimes, you know, the time out needs to be longer than a few breaths or a few minutes. Sometimes I actually need to, to, to say, I can't stay in this conversation right now. I notice that if I stay, I will say things that will not contribute to connection for either of us. And so I really need to take some time to go and be with myself or to call a friend and tell my friend all of those things that I think about you right now. <laughs> a friend who I trust will hear me from a place of compassion rather than judging that person who I'm talking about. That's very important for me. Yeah, so I might need to go and take a longer break. And I take that break in order to look after the relationship. And I want to tell my partner, I, I tell him, I'm coming back. I'm not leaving you. I'm coming back. I'm leaving in order to look after our connection so that when I come back, I can listen again. So this is this is something that's been underlying our ability to have these difficult conversations and hear each other is really making sure that we are both noticing when we are in hurt when we're when we're listening to the other and we have a reaction of hurt taking time to promise ourselves that we will look after that part and make sure it's being heard by the other person or by someone else or by ourselves and really taking time to slow down and have breaks if we need to. So I just wanted to share that as a little um, something that's been helpful for me. Um, if you are new to nonviolent communication or compassionate communication, then I really recommend um, if you're interested in learning how to have this kind of dialogue with someone that you love, how to find the beauty behind the hurt and pain that's between the two of you, then I really recommend doing some reading around the subject and, and learning the basics of this way of listening because it's really a tool or a skill how to um, re-invite this way of relating back into our lives after an entire education from everything around us, like the schools that we've grown up in, the society that we live in, the jobs that we work in, the families that we are in, are all speaking this language of judgment, blame, right or wrong, success and failure. It's saturated in our lives. We are saturated in that way of thinking. So in order to have a shift in perspective and focus, it can really help to do 
um, some basic training in um, in noticing actually what is a thought, what's my story, and then what's reality, and how can I shift from allowing the story to lead me in my relationships towards allowing me myself to come closer to the reality like what's actually happening between us and finding more compassion for myself and for the other person as I listen more deeply to the needs that are driving me or driving you to act in certain ways. So yeah, I really recommend doing a basic course or an, um, reading Marshall Rosenberg's book, um, Nonviolent Communication. And uh, like I said, if you want any more information about upcoming courses, uh, I teach online courses on nonviolent communication. Then you can have a look at my website, www.empathart.com for more information. Thank you so much for joining me today in my sharing around the celebrations I have around healing the hurt between myself and my ex-husband, my dear friend. And I look forward to sharing with you again sometime soon. Thank you for listening.